Yes, people, it is part two of this week's Echo Chamber. And in this one, we look at the Oak Room and we have a conversation with the director, Cody Callahan. It's a fun one, people. So sit back, let's get it popping. All right, let's go. Okay, so I really, really like it when a film just catches you unaware, completely unaware, you know what I mean? You you kind of think one thing and then all of a sudden you're just gripped, and that was the case with The Oakram, right? So The Oakram is the new film from Cody Callahan. Um, it is written by Peter Genoway, and it's based, well... Genoway actually adapted his own play, right? Which, um, yeah, that's always an interesting one, right? Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. And um, I've got to say, it worked. <laughs> definitely, uh, definitely worked with this, which is always a good thing, right? Always a good thing. It's got a, a, a very good cast and everything like that. It's produced by Callahan, also uh, Nat Abraham, uh, Chad Archibald, Christopher Goetz, Ira Levy, Jeff Meyer, Michael Gigian, Ari Millen, and Mark Myers. Steph Copland handled the music, Jeff Meyer. Handled the cinematography. It was edited by Mike Gallant. Yeah. Production Justin Rue. Art Vincent Moskowak. And um, yeah, costume design Lindsay Reader. So our cast. Well, we've got RJ Might as Steve. Stevie. Peter Otterbridge as Paul. Ari Millen as Michael, Nicholas Campbell as Gordon, Richard, um, oh, I should say Martin Roach as Richard, uh, David Ferry as Kenneth, Amos Crawley as Thomas Coward, Avery Estevez as young Michael, Cole Campbell as young Gordon, and Adam Seabold as a young so yes, that is the cast and crew people Now the gist of the film uh, Well the gist of the film is this, right It's a, a sinister thriller And um, during a raging snowstorm, A drifter offers to settle a debt with a grizzled bartender By telling him a story the night's events quickly spiral into a dark tale of deceit, mistaken identity, and shocking violence. Dum, dum, dum. Although, there is a part of that which I kind of feel, mm, I wouldn't put that out there. I wouldn't put that out there, you know what I mean? But, uh, yeah, these things happen. Now, 
What really grabbed me, right? So in the opening scenes, the um, you know, we we see a uh, oh, it's like a, you know, we focus in on this thing, right? And it, the cameras kind of turns, and then you realize, oh, it's a bottle. It's a beer bottle, right? And I have to say, right. The beer bottle is a focal point throughout the film. We often find ourselves going back to a beer bottle. You know, a beer bottle being placed down, someone picking one up. But it, we often find ourselves being drawn to um, to this image, as it were. So, yeah, we have this beer bottle. And then... We um kind of fade into dark and we travel down a winding road. Travel down a winding road. And we have this music playing, which is a little kind of ooh, it's a tension builder. It's a tension builder, people. But we're in a bar, right? We're in a bar, and um the bartender is you know, he's he, he's settling everything up, ready to close. And then someone walks in, right? And he's all, look, we're shut. And he's ready to, you know, throw the guy out, right? And, uh, yeah, then he realises, oh, no, 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 no. I know the guy, right? So it's Steve, Stevie. And, um, yeah, Paul, the bartender, is not pleased Let's just say to see him, right? There's tension there. You know, Stevie, he left. He left, a, you know, a bad situation, right? Left a bad debt, bad situation. It's not the best. And so there's a lot of, you know, words said. And um, Stevie is a cocky piece of shit. <laughs> you know, he's a cocky piece of shit. And, you know, he's, you don't really like him. You don't really like him. And, uh, you know, things are, yeah, things are said. And he's just like, oh, I, let me tell you this story. Let me tell you this story. So we get a story from Stevie. And the story's kind of built, like, it starts off, and you're just a bit like, what are we doing? Like, why do I care? But then all of a sudden, you find yourself like, yeah, and? And, then, like, and what happened? And, and then, you know, there's a bit where a telephone breaks and you're just like, oh, oh, oh shit, oh, shit, oh, man, it's going to go down. It's going to go down. And then it stops. And you're like, say what? What? You know what I mean? And you're just like, God damn it. What the fuck? And it just seemed a bit... It's, just on the face of that story, it seems super random, right? Super random. You're just like, what is... Uh, what's happening here? I don't understand. But... More talk, more kind of stuff's going down. And then we get more stories. And as the stories go 
on, right? As everything unfolds, we're seeing these connections and things start to become a little clearer. Well, mm, maybe not clearer, <laughs> but you start to see these threads, right? So you're just like, oh shit, so that was, wait, wasn't that person, huh, and so all of this starts to coalesce, and you are now on the edge of your seat, and you're just like, okay, okay, where is this going, what's it, just come on, tell the story, get into this, do this, and you're just like, ah, I need to know what's going down, and we still think Stevie is a cocky piece of shit, <laughs> he's still not a great person, to be honest, no one is uber likable, right, this is people gruff, abrasive, you're, there's a lot going on with these characters, but every goddamn one of them is compelling, right, every one of you feel that we're only, you know what I mean, tipping the surface, no, it's scratching the surface, yes, we're only scratching the surface, people, Right, there's a lot more But I feel the great thing is Sometimes, you know I me, mean? you watch something And you're just like, ah, there's more here Like, ah, what's the rest of it? I need to, like, I, I, I don't get it I need the, the rest for me to kind of understand this shit But with this one, you know, we know there's more But we don't need it, right? It's just enough that we have the information that we have I mean, obviously, right? A little bit more clarification Is always just because you're just like Okay, so is that person really or, And did that really Could that Ooh You know what I mean? So that could be a thing But you don't necessarily need it Right? We have just enough Right, to have this understanding of who these people are. And as the film goes on, we're getting more and more drip-fed to us, which is fascinating. It is fascinating, people. You are so, you know what I mean, just ready for this. Ready for the revelations to start falling. You know what I mean? And the atmosphere is... Oh, it is ripe. It is so goddamn ripe, right? Which is awesome. Because, you know, the way this is shot, we're in this dark pub. Essentially, you know, we're just in... Mm, two, two real locations, you know? Two locations and the inside of a car, kind of, right? That's it. You know, but everything is, you know, it's so well done. Like, we, you don't really notice that we're not really moving around, you know, because everything you need is right there. And it does feel like one of them old men pubs. You know what I mean? 
I don't know, you could just smell it through the screen, right, and um, yeah, it, it, it just has this atmosphere about it all, right, which is fantastic, it sets the scene so well, so well, so we have that and the dark lighting, you know, it, it's really putting us in these moments, so we have all of that, and then you get these odd little breakaways, you know, for these other stories, right, so other stories about, oh, and this happened, and yeah, 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 so it's hitchhiking, and ah, oh, and you know, this person in the pub, and blah, 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 and so we're getting these, a few other stories, which are all painting this picture, and, um, <laughs> oh, my days, yes, I am all about this film, people, it, it's funny, you know, because I, I you know, I wasn't, like, ah, uh, I mean, I didn't think it was rubbish, right, but I'm just like, eh, when's this gonna get going, right, Ah, uh, was I like, uh, I don't know what's going on, I'm like, uh, I don't know, I don't know, I'm not sure how I feel about this, right, and then all of a sudden, I'm just like, okay, tell me, tell me, what's going on, right, what's the connection, who is this person, yeah, <laughs> and that's great, I love that shit, man, I love it, there's, you know, it's weird. The poster, like, it doesn't give you much. Also, the poster is the outside. We, I don't think we even see the outside of the bar. So it's an odd one, right? It doesn't give you anything. But, yeah, the stories as they unfold, it really paints this picture. And it's uh, kind of a little bit creepy, right, you're, you're definitely on edge, you are waiting on these, these things to happen, because everything is getting ramped up, your attention is rife, it is rife, people, and, um, yeah, the way this ends, (laughs) oh my god, because, there's definitely more, right, there is definitely more that is there, you know, and it's all becoming, there's some stuff that's all becoming a little close, a little clear, and then you're thinking, oh, is that person then, hmm, okay, alright, oh, what did they Oh, where is this? And you are just... There's just all these different threads that you're then fucking around with and being like, does that mean... Is that leading to... Oh, would that person be... So it's great and it's building and it's building and it's building and we're getting... Like, you know, we we go into this story that seems maybe a little innocuous, Right? You're thinking, uh, I wonder what kind of ramification, like, how does that tie into, and then at the end of that story, you're suddenly like, oh, shit, oh, shit, 
That means then we get this final piece that really puts the cat amongst the pigeons, people. It really does. And you are just locked in, ready to go. Locked in, ready to go. These performances are great. I, I saw somewhere, someone say there was over. I don't think there was overacting. You know what I mean? These, these people, yeah, they, no, they told that story, right? Because if you're telling a story, you're not just sitting there being like, oh, yeah, I'm so blah, blah, blah. Now, so, all right, fine. Some people might. They're boring stories. Like, you get animated. Get animated when you tell a story. You should do anyway. And that's what we're seeing. We're seeing all of that. Plus, when you f- consider the histories, some of the shit, right? There's, you know what I mean? There's feelings up in this, people. There are feelings up in this. And you buy it, right? We buy the tension between Stevie and Paul. We really do. You know, and because there are these raw wounds that are just open, right? So it, it then taps into these other things. So, yeah, there's definitely this, you know, anger and frustration and hatred, and it's all bubbling, you know, under the surface at times. Sometimes it comes out, you know, what I mean? Then it goes back in. So we have all of this, and it's fantastic. And the end? Oh, Callahan, you fucker. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Right? So you're just, you know, we're waiting for this thing, and then suddenly, you know, because when you think about it, there are so many things could be coming right now so many things right because at first you're like oh does that mean but then you have to think and be like hold on remember what happened at the beginning right so you know there's there's other things that could be happening but you don't know you do not know and uh, i've got to say there's a superb way to end right it's a superb way to end because we have been getting, I don't know, a mixture, right? A mixture of truths and lies. So it's what, what is real and what is not. Who the fuck knows? Who the fuck knows? But what we know is we just had some intense fucking filming right here. Yeah, and it was awesome. It was awesome. People, you need to check this out. Trust me. Oh, man. Trust me, people. And, hey, guess what? You can do just that. Because on Monday the 26th, this will be available on digital download. Yes. Those folks at Light Bulb Film Distribution are bringing it to us, which is awesome, you know? So, um, yeah, we can get it on the 26th. All right, but, 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 right? 
that's only in the UK and Ireland. Oh, and um, um, yeah, 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 yeah. We get it on the twenty sixth. So on the twenty seventh, Black Fawn Distribution are dropping it on them folks in Canada, right? And um, then on the twenty eighth, light bulb again. They're giving it to them folks in. Oceania, it's Australia and New Zealand to the folks that don't know, okay, so, um, yeah, I, I, I feel it's a, a hierarchy of class right there, <laughs> only joking people, don't lose your minds, okay, but anyway, we all get to watch it, and that is the main thing, people, that is the main thing, so, there is a um a link to pre-order in the episode details, people, and I highly, highly recommend that you go do that because this oh, you don't want to miss it. I I've been racking my brain trying to think of what film is similar, right? What film is similar because it's just all these stories. You know what I mean all these stories, these truths and lies. And I don't even know, right? I'm not sure. I think, remember in the film The Cube, if I remember correctly, they they were telling these stories about, oh, who are you, who are you, you know? And some of those stories were true, some of those stories were lies. But, you know, only that aspect of the film, the rest of it, no. (laughs) They're not in this prison cube with lots of traps and blah, blah, blah. No, no, no. But yeah, I'm like, I don't know what else You know, like there's elements Like the Kaiser Soze's element of usual suspects But it's not usual suspects You know, but yeah, people, trust me What it is, is great What it is, is an interesting way to construct a film What it is, it's enjoyable And people, it's available the 26th, 27th, and 28th of the month. So that's next week. Alright? So go check it out. Enjoy and have fun. The Okram people. Well, people, if you found that interesting, hey, guess what? You now get to hear... From the director himself. I know, right? How great is that? So, people, get ready. Because we are going to listen to me talking to Cody Callahan. And, oh, Cody was great. So, people, take note. Because, um, yeah, even more reason for you to go cop this film. All right, let's go. Okay, so I'm here with Cody Callahan, the director of The Oakroom. Cody, thank you for um, stopping by. Really appreciate that. Um, how the hell did you get involved with The Oakroom, man? <laughs> so, um, kind of a funny story. So, uh, R.E. Millen, who plays Michael in the, mm. in the film, uh, he was actually in the stage play. So the Oak Room was a, was a stage play yeah. back in back in 2013. And he was in it and he had he sent me the the um, the script for it. Um, 
years ago and um, and was sort of pushed it on me because um, he thought it would be a great adaptation. And I, uh, I didn't read it for a long time. And I remember I was getting on a flight to go to LA and he, he called me and he's like, just read it on the plane. And if you don't like it when you land, we'll never, I, I will stop, bug, I'll stop bugging you or whatever. And I remember I, land, I landed and I, I called him like immediately even before I got my bags. And I was like, I love this and, and we got to adapt this. So the three of us got on a call with uh, Peter Genoway who, who wrote, the, wrote the stage play and also yeah. wrote the script. And we, we started adapting it. And over, over about a year, we, we sort of brought it to, to what it is. And then as soon as Breakthrough Entertainment, um, the studio that's behind it, as soon as they read it, it was like, a, this, is, this is amazing. When can you guys start? So it was a really, really great experience. And, uh, and then, yeah, the rest is history, as they say. Uh -huh. So did you go see the play? You know what? I never saw the play. I wasn't, uh, I wasn't in Toronto when it played at the Fringe Festival. Um, but Ari was in it and he kept, uh, kept telling me about it. So, so you so, didn't jump on a plane and go and support your buddy's film. <laughs> I know. God damn <laughs> hey, it. But, but I made the movie and I put him in it. <laughs> I did something, right? <laughs> the mistakes we make, right? <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a funny one that sometimes you can easily miss out on things. Right, when someone's like, oh, come do this or go see that. And you're like, I don't know. And well, when, I, when he sent me the, the stage play, I was like, I, I, like adapting a stage play? I'm like, I don't know, man. That's not, that's not really what I was looking to do. But I, you know, as soon as I read it, I was like, oh, I get it. It's just, it, it just jumped off the page and, and I could see it right away. And I was like, you're right. This, this would make a, a great movie. Thank God I read it. <laughs> now, it... Ah, what's the difference between like a stage script and a film script? Like, what was it that you saw in when you read the script? The, the script as the stage play, right? Was there things of it be like, well, that would work. I'd need to change that. Like, that wouldn't trans. That wouldn't cross over. Let's we yeah, we'll have to adapt that bit. But I see what where this is going, kind of thing. Like, what's the Process. Yeah, so so obviously because it's on on a stage, uh, it's all dialogue based. Yeah. So every everything can translate to a film. It's just what you should and shouldn't do. Like what what is too much, what is too much that you need an audience there to be able to 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 have that feeling for the actors, and what can we do with a look rather than dialogue? But again, the way the movie's written, um, it's it's so it's so much an exposition that what we liked about it is that they are telling these stories and that it is a lot of, of tell don't show, which is sort of the, the opposite, which we really liked. So we didn't, we didn't change a whole lot. There's just a lot of scenes that ran on longer or had stage direction that we wanted to change because for certain things like there's, there's no um, car approaching the bar in in the play because obviously that wouldn't translate mm -hmm. and um, and little things like that and then you know obviously all of the stories in the play you you hear them but you never see them so yeah. it was it was the, one of the decisions was what I wanted to to show all of the all of the stories except for one and then uh, and then yeah and Nicholas Campbell as, as Steve's father that that whole scene that flashback wasn't wasn't in the in the play but felt like we needed to see him in the in the movie um 
because it's sort of the the heartbeat of the mm-hmm. film. Yeah, yeah. So you added that scene, but you left out a story. What was the kind of fault of that story doesn't need to be in it and I'm going to put something else in to kind of bring it together? So it was, it's not, it, so it's funny, it's not that the story itself wasn't in there, it's just the choice to, sh- to visually show what he's, what he's talking about. And right. it's, the, it's the fishing story. Oh, okay. You know, so there was an instinct not to show that, um, you know, I hopefully not giving too many things away, but the reason we didn't want to show it is because, and I, I guess this is going to give something away, but hopefully, whatever. Um, we didn't want to show the fishing story because it is, it isn't real. So mm. by showing it, it felt like we were breaking the rules that we were creating. Right, I got you. I mean, I, I, yeah, I, I don't think that gives too much away. No, because I, no, no. I, I think when you hear the story, you're a bit like, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so funny because it's like I do these interviews and and I'll 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 get into it and I'll say something and then the PR team will email after and go, you just gave away the ending. Like, oh, shit. <laughs> so I'm always weary of what I'm saying. I have to check myself. But yeah. oh man. <laughs> yeah, that that's a tricky one because I think this is a slow burn, right? This it kind of felt like the wire to me, okay. you know what I mean? Because I remember hearing about the wire, and it was like the wire is so good, the wire is so good. You need to see the wire, and so when I finally went and got it, I, I remember I went down to my local library, I hired out season one, I put it in. And I'm watching the first few episodes and I'm thinking, it's well directed, it's put together well. You know, it's solid. I don't know what everyone's talking about. <laughs> right. And then you're at a point where you're like, okay, but you can't do that. What are you doing? Don't do that, <laughs> McNally, you asshole. And you're like, oh, yeah. oh shit, where did I suddenly <laughs> care and love this shit? This you, is like it I'm just in. comes just grabs you all of a sudden it's it's like weird and i think this like don't get me wrong you don't watch it thinking ugh, this is so rubbish but you're just like i'm enjoying it but it's like it it, it, it's it's a slow build so it's like Mm -hmm. and then suddenly it's boom and you're like oh (laughs) and and yeah you're, you're kind of grabbed and it's like um in, yeah, it's weird the way it does that. Like, what was the the fault of telling this? Because I think you must imagine that there's a lot of stuff that happens at the start where we don't know a lot of information. It's all like little dribs and drabs. So you want to give people enough, but not too much. So what's the what was your fault of you know? directing it and thinking, oh, will people gravitate to this? Am I gonna hook them from the giddy up kind of thing? Um, well, it was interesting because it's all, it's sort of all these little vignettes mm. and they get broken up by um, other tiny little stories or you know bigger stories. So we sort of approached each vignette like uh, like a short film. Like what would it feel like if it sat on its own 
and how long, and it would, we, we would kind of play with how long can we have an audience just watch these two guys talk before we need to drop a piece of information that's, that's like, okay, now I have to keep watching. You know, now what's, what's that piece of information that pushes me to the next vignette? And we had to make yeah. sure that each vignette set you up for the next one because I knew, you know, at a certain point, if you've got the audience, great, but I knew if, if we could get them to, you know, the second flashback at the Oak Room, that's when we're going to nab everybody. And then after that, it's just a, a descent. So um, mm. it was building It was building to that moment because I knew once that moment happened, hopefully it would have the the shock that, that I hoped it would. And then from there, you're just sort of, you're on the, you know, you're on the other side of the roller coaster, right? So you give as long as the audience will go up with you, they're definitely going to go down. Yeah. Yeah, 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 definitely. So you've got these stories and you, you understand that it's this slow burn, this like this very narrative driven kind of tale. So you need the right people in these roles, you know, mm -hmm. to bring it to life, to captivate, to sell these scenes because you know the locate location wise we're not dealing with a lot here so what was the fault in casting you know did you instantly go okay well i feel that this person would be great for that or um yeah was it just like well i don't know let's just see and you and you sat down spoke to people mm -hmm. and you're like oh they they will work so, um, and, and it's cool because this, you know, this, this never normally usually happens, but everybody on our, our list, our number ones, all, all said that they wanted to do it. So a lot of the Canadian casting, I mean, everybody but uh, RJ Mitty, those were all people that I, I either had friends that worked with or I had personally worked with and, um, or, or they were people that I really, really wanted to, to work with. So. I, you know, I met with, with everybody and I, you know, I kind of pitched the idea of what we were doing and I, and I um, explained how I wanted to shoot it, which was unconventional because we were shooting um, two cameras, but we were doing like 15 page takes so that the actors could fall into, into the, the, to the world and stop thinking about the cameras and the lights and, and the cuts. And I didn't right. want to have to say cut every 30 seconds. You know, I yeah. wanted, really wanted to let them get into it which made for long takes and then big discussions about the take and then another long take. So, so it was really, it was really cool that way. But, uh, but all the cast, I was pretty confident when we went to them because they were, you know, number ones in, on our list. And I'd either heard great things or seen them in stuff that I, that I really loved and, and sort of pairing everybody together. I knew, I knew that they could handle it. And I, and I think, you know, RJ Mitty is, is, he is such an incredible actor. He really brought a lot to the table, and him and and Peter Outerbridge together were just uh, were just amazing. It makes makes my job a lot easier. <laughs> yeah, I guess a long take helps build that atmosphere because they it is yeah it is kind of all that tension in all of those scenes because you're waiting for this big thing to go down. Like every moment is just like, what are they gonna do? Like, <laughs> right, okay. So it's a story, but 
I don't know. I have a weird feeling about that, dude. What, what's going to happen <laughs> here? And you just wait. You're waiting for that thing. And it's weird because the moment a thing happens, you've kind of lulled us into this full sense of security, you <laughs> asshole. You know what I mean? We're just <laughs> yeah. like, oh, it's stories. Okay. All right. Stories. And then suddenly, so, oh, what? What? What just happened there? God damn it. <laughs> but is is that an approach that you've used before? Or is it something that you just thought, oh, this might work for this film. So you might then take it, you know, to your next project. So, um, so yeah, I mean, I, I, I kind of feel like everything I, I do, I try something different, um, which, you know, can have its it's good and bad sometimes here and there, but I, I think I have a anxiety of doing the same thing twice. So right, yeah, yeah, this yeah. one, I tried a lot of things that I I I had never done before. Um, to 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 success, a lot of them. Obviously, there was some stuff that didn't work that um, we don't need to talk about. But uh, <laughs> but but yeah, some some of the longer takes and really sort of letting the actors get into it before cutting and moving cameras and stuff. I, I really enjoyed that and all the actors really enjoyed that. So the, the film that I did after The Oak Room, uh, there was a few scenes I brought the, the longer take um, theory to or whatever. And it worked again, it worked so, so amazing. And it was almost scary for the actors at first and scary for myself, but it's almost that appreciation of, oh, thank you for letting me get into it before you say cut. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. it was it was great. Uh, oh, that's cool. That's cool. And um, what kind of um, like with the film, right? When you kind of put it together, like, what was there a lot of edits that you had to make and shifting things around, or was it this natural thing that just kind of especially because it's been a play and Peter adapted his own play so I mean I guess that must be helpful in the process yeah so I mean it, it's interesting because you know you could the play was its own thing and it, and it did really well and it won all these awards um, but you can almost look at that as like a, you know an audience screening for the movie mm. you know what 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 felt good and what worked and which what do you wish you could do differently um you know for Ari Ari Millen playing Michael or for Peter Genoway who wrote it like what what do you wish you could have put in after you did it so it sort of went through all of those iterations and he had been thinking about it for two or three years because I think the play uh was in 2013 so he had time to really to to think about it and we took a good a good year working on it quite quite heavily for a full year to adapt it. So when we went to shoot it, I knew that we weren't gonna move anything around. I did, we did cut a lot of stuff, obviously, um, you know, in, in watching it, it's like, okay, we're, we're this story's taking too long. We need to, we need to cut it down. Or, you know, as we were, as I was saying before, within a vignette, I'm like, I'm, we're too long before that piece of information that the audience needs to keep watching. Yeah. So let's, let's shorten that. But we didn't, we, there was nothing, nothing moved uh, moved around it was we stuck to to how the script was written because at, when we went to shoot we really knew exactly what we wanted okay you know one thing i've 
it really caught me was the the very opening of the film because we open up with this weird angle on the bottle right it is it, this weird angle and then we kind of spin and zoom because you don't know what the hell it is right you just see this kind of light and then it zoom, and then it kind of coalesces on a bottle and you're like oh that's an interesting way of approaching that shot of getting into a bar but then you just stop right then you stop and then we've got the credit kind of opening credits like what was the thought of that because it's kind of like boom you you grab people with just that inventive shot but then you stop for a moment and then we get into it so the you know we, we call it like the cold open or whatever and so we knew like i knew from the get-go it this opening scene with the sort of this this fight that happens it needed to tell a lot about the it needed to give hints to to who's who you know mm. in in that moment but it also needed to allude to the audience of what they're going to watch so that when these these two characters start talking to each other the audience is like well you got me from that moment so i'll they'll give me the benefit of the doubt that okay you you you're promising me something so i you know i want to see where that's going to come to fruition but uh but yet, as far as like the shot we when i was talking to jeff mahar who's the director of photography we had discussed we wanted because the story isn't not nothing is what it seems and it's about goosing the truth and and what's real and what's a lie that we wanted a shot that sort of changed on itself and we had discussed all of these ideas about being inside the bottle in vfx and then coming up out of the bottle like a very you know david fincher from fight club shot and we discussed all of these ideas you know with a vfx team but but then felt that adding all this vfx at the very opening didn't stay true to the nature of the movie mm. so it needed to be a mechanical physical movement and i think at that point i was like well what if the world starts upside down and we sort of write ourselves into the story so that it suggests to the audience that this is um you know you're not what you're seeing may not be true and then you know we, ending on the beer bottle was important because of the significance of that beer bottle getting set down all of those times throughout the throughout the rest of the movie and then obviously keeping the fight dark so that nobody can actually say who's who in that in that moment even though that there's a, a lot of great fan theories out there so it was a, it was a lot and and again we knew we didn't want the opening to feel too contrived with all these different angles yeah and yeah. like you know there was this idea that's like a close up of a fist hitting a cheek and a close up of a foot hitting a chest and a beer bottle breaking but it just felt felt too much for what the, the movie was so it had to be simple concise but say a lot and and then we decided well let's do it in a in a one take no, I, I did love that show. It was very compelling. Yes. <laughs> Thanks, you. Um, is it? Unfortunately, I know we don't have much time. So, how can people keep track of you know what you're doing? Um, so probably the best place is uh, on Instagram. Um, so Black Fawn Films is a company that I own with uh, Chad Archibald, who's another uh, writer, producer, director. Um, uh, so we we always try to keep that up to date. And uh, Chris Ben, 
um, who runs our, our Instagram is awesome with keeping information on there. I mean, sometimes I tune into our own Instagram to find out what, <laughs> what, what news is out there, or what reviews have gone. And so he's, he's amazing. So um, yeah, feel free to, and also feel free to, to direct message uh, Chris for any, you know, questions and stuff like that, but uh, he's, he's great. He'll, he'll keep you informed and, and yeah, that's the, that's the best way to see what we're doing. And we've got some, so we have some exciting stuff in the works. We got a new film that's probably probably going to shoot at the end of this year. That's uh, that's really, really wild and very different. So that'll uh, be cool. Uh, okay, that's great. And um, will you will you come back and talk about this new film? Maybe we get a bit more time on that one. Hundred percent. I'd love to love to come Out, back. Outstanding. Well, thank you very much for your time, Cody. I really appreciate that. And um, yeah, I, it was a real interesting, compelling film that does catch you. So I love that. I, I love the fact that you know, it, it gives you something a little that you weren't expecting, just throws you through that loop. And greasing the goose, goosing the goose. Go goosing goosing the truth. Goosing <laughs> the truth. I, I swear this, I, I know the expression, like the sentiment of the expression, but I, there's another, I, I, I think we've said it a different way, but for the life of me, I can't think of what, what that way well, was, but. The, the funny thing about that is um, when I read it, I was like, oh, I've heard that term before. And then, but, but I, you know, I don't, it's not a Canadian thing. Okay. So I had, I had heard that term before and then I went and Googled it and I couldn't find it. <laughs> and talking with the writer, I, I don't even know if I got a, a, a truthful answer to where that <laughs> came from. I've, I'm under the understanding that he just made that up, but I don't know if he got it from somewhere else. I don't know if he just won't tell me. Like the funny thing with the Oak Room is there's a lot of conversations that that the creatives behind it from the from the talent to myself, to the producers, to uh, you know, Peter Genoway who wrote it. There's a lot of beliefs that we have about what happens in the film. Mm. that don't aren't necessarily the same so there's a lot of secrets that i have that that you know the, the producers would be like yeah okay but tell me what this actually is what that actually meant and i won't say it and mm. i find that this there's a great thing about this movie is everybody's got their own interpretation but i'm pretty sure peter genoway he wouldn't tell me where he got that from so if you do find out i would love to know okay i i yeah i will let you know i will let you know <laughs> but um yeah, no, thank you for your time, man. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna hit you up in a, a, in a little while. Maybe we can have another conversation a little Love bit longer. You, man. For sure, right, man. man. I'm, I'm, I'm well, around, I'm, man. I'm... Cool. Good luck with the film. Good luck with the film. I hope it is a big success because yeah, I enjoyed the hell out of it. Great, man. Thank you for saying that. All right, no worries, man. You take care, yeah? Okay, take it easy. All right. Thank you. Bye. Okay, people. So that's it. You know what I mean? We are done. Now, I hope you um, enjoyed that one. You know, it was a lot of fun speaking to Cody um, Callahan. You know, really appreciated that. And people, 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 definitely go check out the film. It is very good. 
So it's, it's a slow burn. It's gonna grab you people, trust me. Alright? So yes, we will see you next Thursday, people. Enjoy your film watching. Peace.